This episode is presented by Tri-State Cadillac Dealers. Next up on the Renaissance Man podcast, we have comedian, writer, actor, and director of the new comedy movie, Back on the Strip, Chris Spencer. Coming up, I talked to Chris about the comedic greats who left their mark on his humor. Plus, we have a couple of special guests who stopped by the show who are stars in Back on the Strip, Gary Owen and Faison Love. Let's go. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Jalen Rose. And welcome to the Renaissance Man podcast, proudly presented by the New York Post. A show where we cover trends in fashion, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, co-workers, your mate. Share it with someone, anyone that you know can use some of this. Good old-fashioned soul food. This week's theme is Keep the Laughs Going. This episode is hilarious. And frankly, it's probably the hardest I've laughed in a long time. And I thought, I was just going to chat with the great Chris Spencer, my friend who helped start the comedy store on Sunset. And I used to go support for years and years and years. I thought we were just going to talk about his movie and what he had going on. But guess what? Who else decided to stop by and join us? Gary Owen and Faison Love, who also star in the film. And this conversation reminded me how important it is to be around people who find humor in everything. It's those friends, family, and loved ones who just have so many jokes that make life so much better. Coming up, I talked to Chris Spencer, Gary Owen, and Faison Love about, you ready for this? What their theme songs would be if they were strippers. Which cities have the best comedy audiences and one, two, three words they use to describe. Back on the strip. Up next, Chris, Gary, and Faison. My next guests are two of the funniest, most creative people in the history of comedy. They have years in television, film, stage, and stand-up. They now have a movie coming out on the 18th of August called Back on the Strip, which is about a young man who moves to Las Vegas to pursue his dream of being a magician. And of course, only ends up joining a male stripper group. It is my honor to welcome Chris Spencer and Gary Owen 
to the show. What up, my brothers? What's going on? All good. All good. I appreciate you guys taking the time. Gary's on a flight. Chris is doing what he does, making others and himself continue to entertain the masses. And I'll start with you, Gary. How did your upbringing influence your ability to now want to thrive in comedy? My up. I think, whoa, that was deep, Jalen. Way to go deep, Ralph. Bad. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be a lighthearted interview. <laughs> I think, like most comedians, our, our our dysfunction is what makes us funny, right? You know, well, I mean, what's funny about a, a good dad and a good mom? Right. <laughs> so, give me an example of when that dysfunction made you feel like you were funny and you wanted to entertain the rest of the room. Dang. Double wide. You, know, you you ask me questions. We gotta we gotta answer in private. <laughs> in airport and air everybody in life these coffee shops like yeah, tell us. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <On the> phone. <laughs> What's hold on? What's with all these broken home Fab Five questions? <laughs> because I want people to get to know you, and I want them to understand why you actually are now an official member of the barbecue every summer. Some people may yeah. not know. Well, I think that the thing is when you when you live in a trailer park and grow up like I did, when when I joined the Navy and I realized, oh, black people have government cheese, black people have powder milk. I thought we had that. I was still taking I was so thrilled when I started watching Dev Comedy Jam in high school. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. They're talking about the stuff that we do. What is going on here? Absolutely. You know? Government cheese, gray box, blue letters so thick yep. that you basically yeah. got to put it on fire to burn it and melt it. Tell me about those years when you remember, Gary, about how, like, growing up in a trailer park, what was that like for you? We, the thing about us was, like, my trailer park was every stereotype you think. It was it was drug-infested. Drug it was, you don't know if the neighbor's your cousin or your sister. It was... <laughs> You know, cars on blocks. It was, you know, they have to keep the water dripping in the winter so the, so the pipes don't freeze. Mm. You got to go underneath the trailer, wrap the pipes in um, uh, duct tape so they don't freeze. Uh, yeah. No, not, not a lot of dental plans. Not a lot of dental plans. Uh, <laughs> you can go to the doctor, the doctor. Every year, you know, remember when you played sports, you had to get a physical. Yep. My mom filled up my physical form every year. I never went to the doctor. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Dude, we're not paying for no physical for you to play football. You don't even start. <laughs> you don't even start. <laughs> you don't even start. Those are starters. Get on out there. What's up with your uh your Cincinnati Bengals? I know you want to talk about them. Yeah, yo, I, uh 20 and 0, 17-0 regular season. Then we'll get to the playoffs. We'll handle that. I think this year we'll see you in Vegas, February. So I can't lie. When you look in the mirror, do you see an image of yourself or do you see an image of Joe Burrow? Man, I, I wish I could say Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is everything <laughs> I wanted to be in life. <laughs> I've been waiting. On, and you got to appreciate this as a Detroit Lions fan. I've been waiting on a franchise quarterback Preach. my whole life. Preach. Oh, it, ain't nothing like Jalen. Preach. Like it. 
I'm getting nervous because the Lions bandwagon getting way too full. I'm like, I done lived this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now we get national TV coverage. We on hard knocks now. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This may not be good. So not, tell me about the movie. Tell me about, hey, Gary, tell me about Back on the Strip. Um, It's just, you know, Chris is one of those guys that when he calls you, you don't even have to read the script. You just trust that he's going to make you look good. You trust that the project's going to be good. So when he called, we talked about this like five years ago when I had my, well, seven years now when I had my reality show on BET. And he pitched me it then. And then five years later, he called and said, we got funding. It got greenlit. Mm. And so I was all right. I just said, yeah. He, did, he was telling me like who he wanted and it didn't even matter. Mm-hmm. I was like, Chris, I'm in. We're good. So, and then when you, when he, the, the cast that he got, I was like, dang, that's when you knew your, your, your gut was right. Cause if they're saying yes, I'm like, okay, you know. Absolutely. Chris, call people pick up. And I know you got to go, Gary, but before you get out of here and we're going to feature on future, uh, continue to talk to Chris, I got to ask you. Who were your top five comedians that inspired you? Oh, that's a good one. I would, growing up, I would say, obviously, Eddie Murphy, um, Bernie Mac, Sam Kinison, Jeff Foxworthy, and see, Richard Pryor's a little before my time, so I wouldn't say he inspired me. I'm talking to people that I used to watch. And uh, and, and funny enough, um, this guy named Brian Regan. Mm. You know what's crazy is you are all five of those people rolled into one. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, right? That's bana- like If they say, yo, let's create another Gary, they would take hair from him, a pimple from him. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. yeah like, when he asked me that, like those are people I watched growing up and like you would see him on these different stand-up outlets and I'd be like, God, okay, I didn't see that joke coming at all. Dope. You know? Dope. And lastly, something that none of us seen coming. I have to ask you this before you get out of here, Gary. If you were a stripper, what would be your theme song? Mm. Man, that's a that's a really good one. Play um, that funky music, white boy. No, 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 that's too easy. <laughs> that's too easy. Uh, Minus freaks of the industry, digital underground. Freaks of the oh, industry. That's, that's a good one too. Probably. Uh, oh man, Barracuda. White, I was gonna say Barracuda if it's a bunch of white women. And then <laughs> Barracuda. White women would be Barracuda. He got to get on his flight. You might not say that one. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. Pop, pop that pussy. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I just did. You just did. Well, have yeah. a safe flight, my brother. We appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, man. Thank All you right, love. So I have to ask you, first yeah. off, congratulations. Thank you, man. On your new movie, Back on the Strip. If somebody that has watched you continue to entertain those, make stars out of so many people as one of your longtime fans and somebody used to come to the comedy store like way back in the day, like this movie is written and this is directed and co-written by you and produced and produced. Yeah. So I have to ask you what went into your thinking about the number of people and the ensemble you wanted to put together for this flick. It was like, 
you know, the original poster that I, so what happened was um, I was in Vegas and, you know, you get off the, the plane in Vegas and you see that sign for thunder down under and these buff ass, <laughs> shiny Australian dudes, as strippers, right? And I've noticed for the last 20 years, it's the same poster. I'm like, these guys got to be old by now. <laughs> they don't look like that no more. <laughs> so that was one fold. The second fold is my brother-in-law, Adam Rodriguez, was in the original Magic Mike. I was like, yo, this Ooh. is a movie. I'm yes. going to do a movie called My Magic Johnson. Oh, no, you can't do that. Uh, but listen, Jay, I called him. <laughs> And I tried to get permission. He was like, nah, nah, nah. We, we ain't going to do that. No, we ain't going to do that. No, that's not what we going to do. <laughs> and so my wife was like, yo, let's just make it a double entendres back on the strip. These guys mm. are back to stripping and they're on the Las Vegas strip. And so mm. that's how it came to fruition. And then calling the guys, like literally the theme of magic runs throughout the movie, but it's actually run throughout my life. And actually the process of making this movie like literally, I just picked up the phone and called these guys, and without reading the script, they That's said, "Love." That's love. The producers. We were in his office. He's like, "I want to do this movie," and he does a lot of movies with big stars, but like big movies, like you'll be like, "When did I?" See? I don't remember him doing it. Like you'll see Bruce Willis uh, uh, and, and some Girl Scouts. You know what I mean? You'll see Francis <laughs> Stallone, and uh, you know. He's 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 a scuba diver instructor. It's like, what is this? I don't remember this. But he's the dude that puts big stars in smaller movies, right? Like, gotcha. Like, so he's like, who do you want? You want Jason Statham? I'm like, no, nah, that ain't gonna work. Pierce Brosnan. I go, no. I said, I need somebody black. He's like, what about <laughs> he said, what about Wesley Snipes? I was like, no, this is a true story. And me and my right partner was like, yo, that's our first choice. It remind me of Bernie Mac, that black ass Wesley Snipes. <laughs> that black ass. That was in Don't Be a Menace. Of you, of course you know. No, no doubt. Classic. So, boom. He calls and puts Wesley on the phone right there. Yo, Wes, this is Chris Spencer's in front of me. He has a movie. It's about these male strippers that get back together after 25 years. What do you think? He's like, I'll do it. I go. That's it. That's all it takes. That's dope. What level of Hollywood is this? That's so, dope. Well, here we are two years later, coming out in theaters tomorrow, August 18th, uh, 1800 screens. Wow. You've earned that respect, my brother. Thank and you. all of the, the not only talented people that you've worked with, but the ones you've propelled. And as I mentioned in the introduction, I've gone to the comedy store when you first kicked it off. And it was a difference before you was doing it and when you started doing it. What are some of your favorite memories of those days? Well, the comedy store was actually after. Remember, I was doing the Chocolate Studies at the Lab Factory. Mm -hmm. I remember one night Martin Lawrence walked in and it felt like everybody. It was like we hadn't seen him in years. And it felt like everybody the, everybody elevated off the ground. Mm. We were so happy to see him. But there's been magical nights with Chris Rock and, and Dave Chappelle was a regular. And mm. uh, one night, here's what's funny. So I they were looking for a host for Comic View. I was like, all right, let me show them what I can do. So I invited Chris Tucker, uh, Dave Chappelle, and Eddie Murphy. Ooh. Eddie didn't go on, but everybody else went on and ripped. And I looked at PET. I said, name you me a host that can do what I just did. Facts. And I was like. Facts. And they went with Ricky Smiley. But nonetheless. 
<laughs> wow, that is crazy. So this is an amazing ensemble cast. Can you please let the world know who's going to be in this movie? Let's start off with our chocolate chips who are the dancers. Face out love. love is a dancer. <laughs> Listen, he's light on his feet. You remember that episode of the Flintstones when Fred was bowling? <laughs> yeah, I remember. My toes. mother had a car with a hole in the bottom when I used to watch that for inspiration. <laughs> Face on Gary, of course, who you just saw. Bill Bellamy is an absolute fool in this movie. Yes. J.B. Smooth. Mm. We all know from Real Husbands of Hollywood. No doubt. Curb your enthusiasm. And then, you know, uh, you know, the first lady of the comedy scene, Tiffany Haddish. Queen. Uh, and beyond with this group of guys. But then we got some young upstarts like young Spence Moore, who you may remember in Creed. He played the young Jonathan Major. Yeah. This dude, uh -huh. like you're gonna hear a lot from him. His co-star, uh, his love interest is Reagan Harris. The villain is a guy named Ryan Alexander. Uh, mm. The woman who owns the hotel and 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 and, and dance club that they, they that they all came up in. Colleen Camp, you've seen her in everything from mm. Clue to uh, Enter the Dragon. Like mm. she, does she does a lot of movies with Mark Wahlberg. Ironically, we were just talking about him. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Buddy Lewis is in it. Uh, uh, Spanky Hayes, mm. a young girl named Emmalina Adams, Karen uh, Ward. I mean, it's a it's a it's star studded, and then there's some people that are going to blow up very mm -hmm. very soon. That's what's up. And as I look back at the comedy landscape, I try to designate what I feel like are the greatest comedians of all time. And I usually go back to those that have had memorable standups in my mind. Right. So I have to ask you who have the top five standup shows that you recall seeing. Number one, Richard Pryor live in concert. Mm. Right. That's when he was in Long mm. Beach monster. I'm, and this is in no particular order. Okay. We got to go delirious. Mm-hmm. Like, here's something fun. Here's a fun fact. Did you know, if you go back and look at it, you'll see it. He bought the red jacket and the red pants separate. <laughs> so really? you go back and look. got to check that out. The they ain't the same red? They ain't the same red. It's oh, man. It's two different Many bloods. times I done seen that, I ain't peeped that. He told me that story, and I was blown away. <laughs> The next one would be probably uh, Sticks and Stones, mm. Dave Chappelle. Yes. And then probably uh, Bigger and Blacker, mm -hmm. Chris Rock. Yes. And then wow. and you know, you're talking about, and listen, say what you want to, but uh, uh, what's the one after Grown Little Man that Kevin did? Uh, uh, you know, say it with your chest. Mm -hmm. Now, it's a classic. There's so many memorable moments in there. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, bring the pain. Feel my pain. What's it called? Is it feel my pain? Feel my pain. Hold on. Yeah. Make sure we get that right. I think it's feel my pain. Bring the pain. No, that's Hold on. That's Method Man. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at my pain. Laugh at my pain. Man, that, it's, it, to this day, it still holds up. 
and 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 for me i always admire what you guys do because your job is to make people laugh that you never met right that's the hardest thing ever so what advice do you have for people who hope to get into comedy well first start off making people laugh that you have met Mm. <laughs> right. You ain't funny, funny amongst your friends. <laughs> Please don't. It's it's already crowded. Right. Don't come over here if they don't think you're funny, right? <laughs> and then you can't be in it for the money. Like you really have mm. to love this craft. You know what I mean? And you know, I went and did my comedy special this year too, which will come out hopefully later this year. And it's because I have all these slashes: director, writer, producer. But my number one, which I want the world to know, is that I am a comedian. Yep. It's first. That's how I started. That's how I bought this house. That's why this pretty ass woman married me. No it's doubt. I'm funny. You know <laughs> what I mean? Now I equate this to high school. Like we walked into a high, we're all in high school. Mm-hmm. And Jalen and Jalen and, and Jimmy King over here. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> and and uh Kenya Barris and Shonda Rhimes over mm. here. And then Malcolm Lee and Spike Lee. I and Mike, where you going with this? Mike Sweat over here. And then over here is Mike Epps mm. and, and Alex Thomas. Mm. I'm going over here with the clowns. Yes. This is who I am. I'm a No clown. doubt. No doubt. I'm going to hang out with y'all. I'm going to shoot with you. I'm going to mess around with you. But <laughs> all day, I'm going to be with these clowns. I'm a comedian. No doubt. Shout to my brother, Alex Thomas. Shout to... Mike Epps, who got his club Day Days in downtown Detroit. Yes, how dope is that? Doing his thing, representing for the culture. So I have to ask you, just reminisce for me for a second. Mm -hmm. What are some of the favorite movie projects that you've been a part of? Because you've been a part of so many. Movie-wise, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your good. Classic. I referenced it already on this show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to this day, people will be pointing at me, trying to figure out where they know me from, and I'll name other <laughs> And they'd be like, nah. They'll say, excuse me, sister. Can you tap that Can you tap girl? that girl over there? <laughs> yes, every time. So that's definitely uh, in the top. Uh, Real Husbands <laughs> of Hollywood. Yes. You know, I co-created that with Kevin Hart. And we we're very fortunate to not only have an incredible cast, but the guest stars that came through from Chris Brown to Nia Long to Shaq mm-hmm. to Khloe Kardashian. Yes. Like, we were very fortunate to have uh, a six-year run with that show. You know what I mean? And then all the award shows is really where I kind of cut my teeth because, you know, what happens in Hollywood is some if you're doing stand-up, you and your friends are doing, somebody's going to blow up, mm-hmm. right? And then so Jamie Foxx blows up and now they want him to host the ESPYs. Well, they're mm. going to give him a group of writers and then he's going to go, no, I need my writers as no well. No doubt. Exactly. And so I became one of Jamie's writers. You know what I mean? Dope. You know, Cedric's doing a show. I'm going to be one of Cedric's writers. That's Kevin, dope. Tiffany Haddish. Like you're mm. going to want people who know your voice. Yeah. So what made me, I think, work a lot more is I can speak like them and them. So All right. I'm not, I'm not afraid to tell them. I just want you to know Jamie ain't gonna say that shit. <laughs> so he don't have to say it. Yeah, I'm the bad guy. Regina, Regina Hall told me to tell you this song is Dookie and she's not saying it. <laughs> and they have to respect that. 
No doubt. No doubt. And I appreciate you take the time. On, August man. 18th, back on the strip. Make sure y'all go support my brother, Chris Spencer. Tell me more about that stand-up show you got coming up later in the year. Oh, so... <sighs> You know, they always say black people don't work together. Well, I, I don't I don't know what that means. Because <laughs> everything I've done has damn near been black and it's been no black people. So I had offers earlier on to do a comedy special. I haven't done one since I think it was 09. I did a half hour, uh, mm -hmm. half hour special for Showtime. But everybody's been telling me, let's do an hour. And, you know, people like Shaq have offered me money and Kevin. Mm -hmm. I, was like, I wasn't I wasn't there because I had all these heightens. I was I was I was, you know, I was taken care of. You know what I mean? Right. And then I was like, you know what, man? I'm a comedian. And you cannot even really call yourself. I would be around comedians and people would be telling me how much they enjoyed their stand-up and they love the stuff I wrote. Like, fuck what I wrote. I need you to talk. <laughs> right, you know I mean? right, right. Matter of fact, my right. good friend David Neo Arnold, talked about that. Yep. <laughs> my good friend David Arnold just passed away. He says, Rest you know, watch peace. all these podcasts, especially Straight from the Heart with Kevin Hart. And everybody comes on there and they talk about you. He says, I swear to God, if I've watched 50 of them, 43 people mention your name. Yeah. Always say he's a nice guy. He's <laughs> fun to work with. If I ever need a phone number, I call Chris. And he was like, that. I need these people to know you're funny. <laughs> they should lead with Chris Spencer is funny. And that no really doubt. hit me. I was like, yo, you're right. So no more Mr. Nice Guy. I um, love it. A special, uh, I had finance with some friends. We all put money in and said, yo, let's believe in Chris Spencer. And it's called Yellow Belt. <laughs> you already know what it could possibly mean, but you have no idea what it means. <laughs> wow. Can't yeah. wait to check it out, my brother. I know it's going to be funny. And and thanks, God. <laughs> what up, family? We can't hear you. Take it off the mute. It's right there by your shirt. Boom. <laughs> what up, family? Uh Got through working out, man. It's <laughs> been working out. I'm gonna spitball you it's a couple of questions you. while we got you. If that's cool, How you we doing, had brother? Gary. You know, I love you, man. Love you too, family. My guy. No doubt. So phase on love. And by the way, Chris Spencer, you you like Dr. Dre. Like you got dog pound, yeah. you know, you got Snoop Dogg, you got rage, you got everybody falling through. I'm loving this. Got phase on right after the gym. I hear you playing a stripper. You playing a stripper in this movie? Well, that's why I'm in the gym now because I had to add so much weight just to for to be authentic. And um, you know, now I'm trying to get it off. Now it's a little harder, uh, you know. So you know, because originally they wanted somebody slight and you know with <laughs> muscles, like they went out to Eddie Murphy, and um, he, Eddie Murphy was slated. <laughs> Eddie Murphy was slated for the role, but um, Chris found out Eddie Murphy can't dance. <laughs> and um, Chris found out that I was um, trained classically at Juilliard um, with a dance with, um, you know, Gene Hackman and Bozon Quark. And um, Alvin, um, <laughs> Alvin, Alvin Sharp. I danced with a lot of cla classical people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's only right the movie's out August 18th back on the strip that I ask you Faison Love your top five strip clubs <clears throat> I know something about that 
I happen to know a little something about that. I, I'm gonna lead off with my the institution, Magic City. No doubt. Shout out to Magic, the OG. Gotta have the magic. <laughs> Number two would be Lil Nicky's. <laughs> oh, Nicky. About Lil Nicky's. No doubt. Number three would have to be Blue Flame. Blue Flame, shout to Killer Mike. We gonna be eating them wings all the time. Number four, I gotta give it up for California. Stars on Rosecrans. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> and then I'm gonna go back to the East Coast with Sue's Rendezvous in the Bronx. What? Yes. I represent the Bronx, but I am a New Yorker. Oh. Wait, time out. No, no Magic Cities. No, no. He Nick said Magic City. Oh, you did. Okay. He said that first. Way to That's keep him honest. He said that first. Them only two I know. People be sleeping on Sue's. I'm just saying. What is Sue's? Oh yeah. They... What? See where's in the Bronx. <laughs> Maybe how we know we need to do as we promoting this movie. We need to be going uh city to city Ooh. at certain establishments. Ooh. And, and, and testing their wings. Right. There you go, Chris. Marketing promotional genius. That's kind of interesting. All right, here we go. Uh, so we could call it on the wings of love. <laughs> And I got a rapid fire segment called Ghana 60 Seconds, presented by Tri-State Cadillac Dealers. I want both of you gentlemen, if you can, to give me an answer to each of these questions. And I'll start with you, Chris. You heard it a little bit earlier. If you were a stripper, what would be your theme song? Uh, uh, the harder they come. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Face? Mine would be Just a Lover, my version, Marvin Gaye. Ooh, the legend. Detroit, what up, though? All right, Chris, name the city that you think have the best comedy crowds. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I know that Uh-huh. For me. Ooh. Mm-hmm. For me, the Bay Area. And Bay I think Area. I'm going to take the whole Bay Area. I think there's a reason why Chappelle and Richard Pryor go there. Because you got every type of Negro imaginable. You know what I mean? He looks like a bum, but he used to be a professor at Stanford. You know, she looks like, she looks like she's on heroin, but she just wrote eight books. You know what I mean? So it's like... Crackheads with degrees, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you know, you, it's, it's the same old dude you saw in the park playing chess. And, and he's also like, you know, the, the, the former mayor of Berkeley. <laughs> you got a fiddle. Yeah, it's something special about these, these, these black people up there. What about you, Faison? Comedy crowds. It's got to be Detroit. What up, though? It's be Detroit. It's gotta no be Detroit. Doubt. No doubt. Detroit is always show up and show out, whether it's snowing, raining. Yes, that's true. Yes, always. That. Yes, come on back to theater. Come on back on Wilbur. Come back oh. to Jefferson. Come on down. 
got y'all. Oh, everybody on this movie, everybody, I was looking at everybody on this movie got a great audience in Detroit. Yeah. Yes. Most definitely. And, and Most like definitely. I was telling Chris, you know, Mike Epps opened Day Days in downtown Detroit. I heard about that. And last but certainly not least, and I'll start with you, Chris. Give me three words to describe the new hit movie, Black at the Strip. Back at the Strip. Back on the Strip. Um, Back on the Strip. Yep. Uh, black. <laughs> funny. I'm going to put it. I'm going to put two words together. No. Black, funny, entertaining. There we go. There we go. What about you, stripper Faison, that just got out of the gym after do before this interview? Can I can I use a, a, a saying by somebody else? Of course. You can say whatever you like on this program, sir. You ready? Watch out there now. <laughs> Watch out there. Now. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Anthony. Oh no. Well, I appreciate the call. Watch out there now. Thank you guys for your intellect, your discipline, your talent. You guys have been entertaining us for years and will continue to entertain us. I'm gonna go and support. Our entire audience is gonna go and support. And I look forward to breaking bread with you gentlemen soon. Appreciate the hey, love. Bro. Thanks a lot. You know, man, we love you, man. We got your back. Last call, last call. I'd like to thank Chris, Gary, and Faison for stopping by the podcast. Make sure you do what I'm going to do, and that's go to the theaters to support their new hilarious movie. One thing that stuck out to me about this talented cast is how much they support each other's projects. There's a reason people say yes to Chris Spencer's projects right away without even reading the script. You know why? He has the trust and the confidence of so many in this industry. But you know how he got it? He shows up for them as well. So I ask you this. Who are the people in your life that actually got your back? Unapologetically, the ones that show up for your performances, like your post, retweet your tweets, come to your charity events. As a matter of fact, support anything in particular if it means something to you just remember show your gratitude to those who give you light and love as you walk on your journey i'm the renaissance man see you next week <laughs>